1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 33. So then, my brothers, when you come together to eat, wait for one another. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. With Will Carlisle here, uh, Barrett Fisher again, and uh, continuing to go through the Life Together series. And I, I quizzed my kids the other night on how many one another's there are in in the New Testament, mm-hmm. and you know they threw out like fifty two, sixty five, and then my oldest daughter said, "Oh, I shouldn't have said my oldest daughter," but she said five, and I was like, "No, all of you are like way way off." <laughs> uh, there are fifty nine one another's in the New Testament, and these are very instructive for the life of the church. Like if yeah. we can live out these fifty nine one another's, um, it it will be. Uh, it will be amazing the impact that we can have at uh, at Christ's covenant and in the city of Atlanta. Amen. And so, uh, so this is a this is kind of an interesting one. It's not really the the go to one another. I would say uh, it's easier to to go to like love one another, yeah. serve one another. Yeah. So this one says, "So then, my brothers, and it can be brothers and sisters, when you come together to eat, wait for one another." It's my life. Will verse. Carlisle. It's my life verse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting it tattooed on my forearm. I love it. I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, any thoughts? When we read that, we obviously kind of like laughed and like, oh, wow. Like, that's the verse. It just, <laughs> right. that's it. And, but as we kind of started to zoom out and circle out and look at the broader context of the passage, you know, he's talking about the Lord's Supper and basically the Corinthian church had just been totally especially with regards to the Lord's Supper, they've been totally infected by um, malpractice, essentially. And, you know, they were, like, getting drunk at the Lord's Supper at church and doing all this. And yet, um, sorry, I just totally lost my train of thought. (laughs) This thing is, like, buzzing in my face. (laughs) You're good. You're good. Okay. So they were getting drunk at the Lord's Supper and, you know, just using it as a way, you know, you were kind of saying they were, it became like a rank system. Mm-hmm. And basically what Paul is is fighting here is this sacred meal that is a display of Christ's love for the church and our future union with him. It had been turned into this self-first expression within the church. It became an opportunity for people to gratify their flesh and to elevate themselves over one another. And so this really short, random sounding verse is actually a profound call that as a church, when we take communion and, and when we do anything that is a churchly act, it is a time where we are supposed to be pointed outside, outside of ourselves, not you know, inward to elevate ourselves, but it, we are supposed to consider one another, elevate one another. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, what better of a time to consider one another as as equals in the body of Christ than when we're taking communion? Yeah. I mean, communion is focused on Jesus' blood being spilt out, his body being broken on the cross. I mean, the most selfless act that's ever, that's ever taken place. Um, Amen. And so, you know, it's just such a time for us to come together in in a selfless way to consider one another, to consider our relationships with yeah. one another. 
and not to have these distinctions between rich and poor, those who have much and those who have little. Um, you know, and and that Paul says in verse 21 of this same passage, and, and we've referenced this in uh in our service a number of times. In fact, I remember I remember Josh Youssef leading it not long ago, and you remember how he stood up afterwards yeah. and was like, Oh, Emily just told me I like came <laughs> too, down harsh. too hard. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was an awesome moment. Great moment. But uh, in verse 27, it says Whoever therefore eats the bread and drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty concerning the body and blood of the Lord. And uh, let a person examine himself then and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. And so there is a sense that like we need to come to communion with like almost a soberness. I mean, we don't have to be like gloomy about it, but like a soberness that this is a, this is a serious matter. And, and it's reflecting Jesus's body broken, his blood that was spilt out, this, yeah. this extremely selfless act that our entire faith is founded on. Yeah. And how in the world could we come to that moment in a self-aggrandizing yeah. way to look down on others? Yeah. When you approach church fully in any form of worship, fully with the mindset of just Christ died for me. This is what he has done for me. This is what he is doing for me. This is what he will do for me. You really miss so much of what church is about. When we gather, we ought to look at one another and say, you know, I ought to think like Christ died for Barrett Fisher. Hmm. And, you know, no matter how much I want to be angry at you. Right. (laughs) And, and, you know, but seriously, like the... Our paradigm of forgiveness is look at how much Christ has forgiven of this person. He's extending the cup of joy to this person. How much more ought I, you know, and and it's a model of forgiveness. It's a model of unity and community. Yeah. Yeah. I I think of uh, Ephesians 2 verse 14. It says, for he, Jesus himself is our peace Mm. who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh, the dividing wall of hostility. And so there, we, we always need to keep in mind, like when we come together as the body of Christ, like Jesus has broken down this dividing wall of hostility. Mm-hmm. There's not rich and poor. There's not Jew and Gentile. There's not black and white. Like we are all one in mm-hmm. Christ. Yeah. And that's uh, just, a, just a very important aspect of the gospel. Amen. So I would say when we come together to eat, let us wait for one another. Just as First Corinthians eleven thirty three says. So for Will Carlisle, I'm Barrett Fisher. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.